Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Opposition Research Podcast on HawkeyeNation.com. Welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here at HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week I'll find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you have any questions you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game. Iowa looks to get back to winning and exercise some offensive demons with a home game against Nevada. It's a 6.30 kick at Kinnick Stadium. At last check, Iowa a 23-point favorite. And my guest today covers Nevada for the Reno Gazette Journal. It's Jim Krajewski. Jim, thank you so much for the time. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. You know, I, I want to get into a few, de- few details on the Wolfpack, but first of all, through two weeks, Iowa has the worst offense in the nation. And so many Hawkeye fans right now are looking at last week's game for Nevada against Incarnate Word. And from here, it looks like this may be a chance for Iowa's offense to gain some rhythm, gain some confidence, put up some points. Uh, was last week an outlier, or is the Nevada defense struggling this season? Um, no, they're, they're going to struggle this season. They had a lot of turnovers in the first two games, but they're – those were against some not not as strong opponents, so I, yeah, they're definitely going to struggle. You know, there's a lot of a lot of new kids on that side. Well, what are some of the, gonna, yeah? Well, what are, what are like the players or position groups that that are most notable on that defense? Well, the defensive line should be strong, but last week they kind of were able to shut down the Nevada defensive line and take advantage of the secondary, and that's you know, that's a lot of points. And Incarnate Word has a really good quarterback. You know, that he started at LSU, and he he took advantage of him. He was very smart. And the secondary was a little bit overmatched, I think, for the Wolfpack. And, yeah, I could see Iowa putting some points up this week. Yeah, I was supposed to get some receivers back and, uh, and again, hopefully get that offense uh, at least rolling a little bit. Uh, offensively, Nevada is putting up some points. 23 in the first game, 38 in Week 2, 41 last week in that game against Incarnate Word. Uh, what, what does Nevada try to do and, and kind of where have they been successful offensively this season? Well, they'll try to run the ball for sure. They have two you know, fifth-year running backs. They're really strong and powerful, but they were kind of uh, limited last week. I'm, I'm not sure if they just were just focused on shutting them down because they were both like less than 50 yards. And So the quarterback did most of the running last week, and he's the six foot nine kid, Nate Cox. He just takes off running. He's hard to stop because he covers a lot of ground quickly. Probably better runner than thrower. Based on the stats, it looks like uh, Nate Cox and, and Shane Illingworth both play. Is this a dual quarterback system, or uh, is it kind of one game and then the other game? How, how has this gone yet this season? It started off as two quarterback system. With the, Illingworth got to start the first two games, and then Cox came in. But then last week it was just all Cox. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, the coach didn't say why he stuck with Cox the whole time, but I guess they were playing from behind and they saw something they liked in Cox and. Didn't want really worth out there, but I have a feeling you'll see both this week. Kinnick Stadium is is sold out. Seventy thousand Hawkeye fans will be uh, making that place loud Saturday night. Uh, a couple of home games in a row for Nevada before hitting the road. Now, how do you think this this team's going to handle a hostile environment like this? Uh, that's going to be unusual for them. They're not used to that kind of size, that, that, that crowd, and that's going to be a 
that could be something to overcome for sure. They're used to like much smaller crowds and not not nearly as noisy. So, <laughs> and last last week we had, I don't know if you know, but we had like really terrible smoke here, and so the crowd was really small last week. It was probably less than ten thousand. Interesting. Uh, this is the first matchup between these two programs. You know, from what you've learned this week, from uh, from from what you've heard from the fan base, what what is the program, and maybe what does the Nevada fan base think of of the Iowa Hawkeye program from afar? Um, you know, we're, we're kind of we have a new coach here, Ken Wilson. It's first year. They're giving him a chance to kind of get things going again, and he's got to rebuild. He had a lot of players left Nevada after the coach left last December. So I mean, I don't think I mean they're hoping to match up with Iowa, and they saw those first two games, and I'm sure that's. They're thinking they got a chance here, but I'm, you know, a Big Ten team is probably going to be a little bit stronger and deeper than, than Nevada is. He is uh, Jim Krajewski of the Reno Gazette Journal. Jim, that, that's all I needed, man. Just a quick inside look at, at the other side, and uh, I appreciate your time and uh, enjoy the game this weekend, and uh, let me know if I can ever do anything for you. Okay, thank you. Good luck this week. Well, short and sweet is how we do things here on the Hawkeye Nation podcast. Uh, you know, I know Jim kind of got thrown to that beat uh, last minute there, and, and so uh, I appreciate his time and him coming on and, and talking to me a little bit about this team and you know some some interesting things there. A new coach, uh, maybe a chance in their fourth game to kind of get things rolling a little bit, maybe found a new quarterback in Nate Cox, a guy who uh, had a good game. Again, they scored 41 points in that loss to Incarnate Word, and uh, I, I didn't realize Incarnate Word's uh, quarterback was was an, an LSU transfer. Nevada's two and one. They they won their first game at New Mexico State twenty three to twelve. They won their second game a home against Texas State thirty eight to fourteen. This is obviously a step up in competition uh, for them. And the Kinnick crowd on a Saturday night under the lights for the first time in a while uh, is certainly going to be a factor in this game. I like Iowa's chances uh, to not just win but to look good doing so. I hope the offense can put up some numbers. I hope Spencer Petrus looks good. I hope that we can all go into next week and uh, at least have a little bit of confidence, a little bit of momentum uh, heading into Big Ten play. Thank you so much for listening. Check out all of our coverage at HawkeyeNation.com. The Hawkeye Nation radio show will be up in your podcast uh, Thursday night or Friday morning. Joe Schmelka and I broke down all aspects of the Iowa football program and not just the negative ones on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, And uh, Rob Howe, Rick Brown, John Bonacamp, and the squad will have everything covered Saturday night. I will have a post-game instant reaction podcast, uh, I believe. eh, That may be Sunday morning before I actually knock that one out. But again, hopefully it's such a blowout that uh, nobody's itching for content late on Saturday night. Thank you so much for listening. Go Hawks!